there's a description of these dogs of like every dog that was a mayor and Lucy Lou is the funniest one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just going to read a couple of the sentences out of this because I thought it was, it was pretty funny. Um, elected 2008, Lucy Lou is a red and white border collie who has lived her whole life in rabbit hush. She broke the glass ceiling in 2008 as the first <laughs> female to be elected mayor there. She was preceded by Goofy, the first canine mayor, and Junior, the first black mayor. <laughs> I love it. I black love lab. it. And then running on the popular campaign slogan, the bitch you can count on. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Let's Boop Snoots. My name is Vero. And my name is Heidi. And today... And? <laughs> and? We're going to boop snoots. <laughs> we are totally going to boop snoots. Um, our last episode was a little heavy. We've done heavy ones here and there, delving into the variety of topics around les doges. Um, so we decided to keep it light this week with some of our favorite funny or cute little dog stories from the dogs that we know and love. Aww. Aww. Aww, some funnies. Bef before we uh, start hitting the stories there, though, I'm going to start with a different story. <laughs> um, <laughs> my dad dropped by this morning, and he frequently takes my dogs to a dog park close by. Uh, we've been going to it for years. It's called Bruce Pitt. It's in the Ottawa area. Uh, boops it was pits. A, <laughs> boops, <laughs> boops pits. Uh, and um, I've been going there for years and it's a nice, it's a nice park. It has like a big, huge exterior that's fenced in for the most part. So your dogs are somewhat safe, but it's quite, quite a large area. And I can remember um, it was unfortunately hit by a tornado two years ago <laughs> and it <laughs> devastated like yeah. the forest area of it and ruined a lot of the fencing and stuff, but it's slowly like it being put back together by a, a lot of city of Ottawa people, but also like volunteers and stuff too, because that, park is so frequently used on a beautiful Saturday on a beautiful sunny Saturday you won't even get a spot in the parking lot yeah so um when I first started visiting there I can remember doing the full exterior perimeter like walk of the place which is like I want to say two to three kilometers and on one of the fences there was this I think I described this in a previous episode actually um there's all these dog tags on it and people would and there was this poem and I forget what the poem was but it's about like your dog passing on and like don't be sad for them and it was all the dog tags of dogs that have passed away oh. and unfor unfortunately that got lost in the tornado but people have recently started posting things again so all to say that this morning my father stopped by to pick up the dogs to take them to the park and he called me downstairs and he said i'm gonna hang this in bruce pitt and i said oh what is it so he had found this poem and he framed it and is going to hang it on the fence so here's the poem oh the canines once had a doggy party they all traveled from near and far while some dogs flew in by airplane some dogs went by bus train or car they all went into the hotel's lobby and they signed the visitor's book. Then each one hung his bum and his tail upon a separate bum tail hook. Now there was one dog who wasn't invited and this really aroused his ire. So he rushed into the banquet hall and loudly barked out fire. 
This got the dog so frightened, they had no time to look, and each one just grabbed a bum and tail from off the closest hook. It is truly a sad story, for it is a very difficult chore to wear another dog's bum and tail that you have never worn before. That is why when dogs now meet in the park or over a bone, each sniffs the other dog's bum and tail in hopes that he may have found their own. (laughs) That is so cute. Oh, I love that. Isn't that cute? So it it just, it was so appropriate too, because when we got our first dog, Officer Scraps, and my dad started taking him to Bruce Pitt for the first time, my my dad was like a, a kid in a candy store, like for a guy who was like, you know, used to dogs being used as tools, like working on farms and stuff. He was yeah. like, he's like, you should have seen him. He sniffed about at least a hundred butts today. Like, you know, <laughs> you'd always like announce like you would, he would announce the, the, the state of Bruce Pitt by the amount of bums that Scraps scrap sniffed during their walk. He'd be like, uh, oh, it was crazy. He sniffed like 200 bums today, 200 bums. <laughs> so uh, I thought it, I thought so it was cute. appropriate that he found that poem and appropriate that it be hung in bruce pitt one of the major bum sniffing areas in town (laughs) (laughs) oh that's cute yes i like it all right you got some stories i got some stories i got some stories i got i found some stories online that i thought was pretty funny yeah some of it funny some of it's kind of like really (laughs) should we do a back and forth sure okay all right um so in australia there is this lady that found a puppy in her backyard, mm-hmm. a very young puppy. Um, it had some wounds. Did oh. you? <laughs> I feel like you're looking at me like you know this already. Do you know I this don't. already? I don't. No? Okay. I don't. So the puppy had some wounds. So she brought the puppy to the vet after posting uh, pictures of the puppy online, and you know people were like, "Oh, maybe you should like bring him to the vet since you like found him in your backyard." Uh, brought him to the vet, dealt with the wounds. They did a DNA test. And this puppy came back as 100% dingo. What? Yeah. So it wasn't a puppy. So it, it was, was a wild eagle. dog. Yeah, it was eagle wounds. So oh an eagle dropped God. a dingo in this lady's backyard. <laughs> what? The pictures are so cute. <laughs> this dog is so cute. Well, this dog. This the dingo. dingo. <laughs> a dingo ate my baby. <laughs> And then she oh had this God. baby and the dingo <laughs> no. ate the baby. <laughs> um, so this dingo has an Instagram handle. It's Wandi, W-A-N-D-I underscore dingo. Uh, so now he's at uh, the Dingo Discovery Sanctuary. And he's part of a breeding program to grow the alpine dingo population. Oh, my God. So he's an alpine dingo, which is even more rare. Um, apparently, a lot of them get killed because they think that they're wild dogs. And they're they're rare now because there's a lot of procreation between dingo and dogs. But I wonder, I wonder, like, if the fires in Australia affected them, too. I know that, koalas yeah. was, like, a big, huge, like, species issue. And so I wonder if it, if, how the... How the dingoes were affected. <laughs> he's very cute. I just looked him up on the Insta. Yeah. Oh, Wandy, he's so cute. They look like um, like like Shiba Inus. Kind yeah, of. like I would like. I don't know. I would, 
if somebody like looks, if, if an eagle like dropped yeah if an eagle dropped a, a dingo in my backyard <laughs> I, I probably wouldn't even take him to the sanctuary i'd be like uh i'll keep this dingo thank you very much <laughs> let's pretend we didn't do that dna test <laughs> Oh, that's funny. That's a good use of the DNA test. We were talking about that at work the other day and people were saying how how nuts they think it is to do the DNA tech, uh, tests for their dogs. But I guess if, uh, you know, you found a random dog before taking it in, <laughs> you would want to know, like, is this a Great Dane or is it like <laughs> a, a chihuahua? <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So my story is about my husband's first dog growing up. Uh, Bowie. Bowie was a, um, oh my God, I'm like having a brain fart right now. Border Collie. Border Collie. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you know about my husband's like history with dogs. So Border Collies are herding dogs, right? So Bowie used to chase the kids around the pool and and, and, like if if you wanted to drive Bowie nuts, Like, and it drove their neighbors nuts and the kids always thought they were hilarious. And so one of their closest neighbors, they, they're still there to this day. Um, Tom next door, he would always go, shut that dog up. But the kids thought it was so, so fun to run around the pool and make Bowie go like berserk trying to get them inside the pool. And she would, she would run and nip at their heels and bark, 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 bark until they were all in the pool. And then she'd be like, good. And lay down like, I've done my job. <laughs> my job is done. <laughs> so this one uh, evening, they uh, they were all having a swim. And uh, the swim ended and people were out having, you know, eating a barbecue or whatever by the patio and stuff like that. And um, the night was sort of ending and they started bringing stuff in. And Bowie wouldn't come in. And they were like, where the heck is Bowie? And so they went outside and there was... <laughs> as anyone who has a pool knows that you get like different animals and stuff that fall into your pool right like squirrels fall in there sometimes you might (laughs) get some mice and stuff but there was this frog and it was a dead frog but it was at the stairs like it had floated up to the stairs so it looked like it was sitting there and Bowie was just having a full-on stare down with this dog like she was like move frog I dare you I'm gonna eat (laughs) you like move move frog I dare but the frog was dead so she stood there (laughs) oh the frog won because Bowie was there like 35 minutes later staring the frog down still and finally they were like Bowie like they had to like knock the frog over and be like come inside (laughs) but she stood there for 35 minutes minutes staring this dead (laughs) frog right in the eyes I mean she's smart but not that smart I guess Anyways, I thought that was a cute little story. At least she didn't eat it because I think they're poisonous, right? I think so. I think it can make them like froth at the mouth and be like, yeah, super nasty. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. (laughs) Okay. All right, what you got? My next story that I found, I'm sure you've seen this dog online. It's pretty recent. It's the ice skating dog. Mm -hmm. Have you seen him? No, I haven't. I have not seen him. Benny, the ice skating dog. He's a yellow lab. I've seen videos of him. Um, so his owner, Cheryl Del Sangro, Cheryl Del Sangro, um, saw a picture of Benny online in a shelter in Utah, and he was going to be euthanized the next day. Uh, so she arranged uh, with the Las Vegas Lab Rescue Organization to take him in, mm-hmm. and she adopted him. And he's apparently oh. very, very smart. He knows 100 tricks, 300 words. 
<gasps> Smart cookie. Smart little cookie. Uh, so a friend and photographer for the Bark Gallery, his name is Rick, and I'm going, I don't know if I can pronounce his last name right, Vyark, Vyarkand, mm-hmm. um, had the idea of putting Benny on the ice. Uh, and they wanted to make a video to cheer on the Vegas Golden Knights from the NHL. Oh. So they went on the ice and Benny followed Cheryl everywhere. And then Cheryl had the idea of combining her two passions. So skating and Benny, because Cheryl was a um, ice skating instructor before. Oh. So she created these little ice skates for Benny. No, no. For his front paws. <laughs> oh my God. And he no. skates. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <let laughs> and he appeared at an NHL game in November uh, 2019. So it's been, yeah, I thought it was more recent, but I've seen the videos recently. And together they help out um, through Spectrum on Ice. So they help oh. ice, uh, they help children with autism to get on the ice and they also have a presence with the animal foundation and nevada spca i love it when people just like take something like that and run with it and like literally like just do all these like super cool things that like get a lot of attention you know like it's so deserving i love it it's so cute inspirational it is and then yeah he has like little ice skates on his front paws and he actually can jump over stuff and he does like a crossover too. <laughs> oh, no, he doesn't. Really? Yeah. That's so freaking cute. Oh my God. He is on Instagram. I don't have his handle, but if you just Google Benny the ice skating dog, he's a yellow lab. I'm sure you will find him. Oh my God. So cute. So, so cute. So, so cute. I, f- I feel like your stories are like these super like media worthy, like inspirational ones. And mine are just like these little goofy stories from like the dogs that I know. <laughs> well, I was trying to like think of funny dog stories like Wiggum. And I didn't, I didn't really have any. I know. Well, Wiggum is so like, Wiggum's just funny, period. There's no one particular story. His whole personality is funny. Yeah. Wig- Wiggum, Wiggum. Wiggum legum. So yeah, I didn't have any like, or nothing that like really haha worthy yes. that I haven't told already. Well, and and some of these I have told already, but they're just so good that I have to share them again. Like this next one coming up right now. Ooh. You know this one, Becky and the Cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell it again, just because I feel like it's like worthy of a funny dog story. Actually, do you want to what? I'll tell a different one. The long, the long and short, I've got two then of Becky, and they're, they're both kind of gross, but I'll tell this first one, which I don't think I told before. So um, when we first got Becky, um, my dad was, you know, of course, shocked and surprised that we got a second dog, but we got her because our younger son at the time, Scraps was getting a little bit older, becoming more of a senior dog. Our young two-year-old at the time was doing all the things to school, like obsessed with the dog and nonstop touching. And not, he wouldn't pull his tail, but he would like, you know, go to him while he was eating. And just like Scraps was so patient with him. But we were like, let's get a younger dog that can tolerate like this two-year-old a bit a bit more and give Scraps <laughs> a break. So we got Becky. So the first time our family would always celebrate Thanksgiving up at our cottage and my dad would go up there and make a big meal and my 
brothers and my sister would come and everybody up there, a big old party at the cottage. So my dad at that point had been taking scraps, had been his cottage companion. Like he would always take scraps. So, but he, Becky, he was a little like unsure of. So my dad had been cooking the turkey and he takes the turkey giblets and he makes like he boils them so makes like this giblet juice that he uses then to make like the gravy with so he had made this giblet juice like in the morning like boiling it and stuff like that and had it in this like sort of milk container like a one liter like plastic container and my dad placed it out on the deck it's coming to turkey time and my dad comes to get his giblet juice for the gravy Uh-oh. and it there it, the one liter plastic container is still standing in its exact position, but not a drop of giblet juice inside. <laughs> like not oh. a drop. So my dad like loses it. He's like, you're, you're Becky. You're Becky. He, it's like now like his best friend. He like loves Becky so much. You're Becky ate all the giblet juice. I said, dad, how do you know it was Becky and not Scraps? He goes, well, Scraps wouldn't dare. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was like, how could you be so sure? So anyway, so later on that night, we like because Becky was new, like my dad kept scraps at the cottage and we were taking Becky back home with us. So I'm not kidding you when I say we were a block away from our house. And then you just heard Becky in the back seat. <laughs> like it literally made like a oh, vomiting no. noise and the smell in the car was putrid and we were like we were just like no and And then everybody else puked it was like well thank god we we only had to like sustain it for like a block because we had to get out but it's like dark our kids are young we're trying to get them into the house and to bed and then having to come back out and clean this like nasty dog vomit (laughs) giblet juiced so i think like at that time and it might be like way back in my facebook post somewhere but i i did a dog shame i you know like with her oh yeah she has such a shameful face too and it said like (laughs) i ate all the giblet juice like for the turkey dinner at the cottage and she has her like very depressive hound face on like oh but um yes the cupcake story was a very similar instance where I accused my husband of eating the cupcakes that I had made for my son's birthday party. And once we arrived at the birthday party, which was being held in a backyard, Becky started vomiting white cupcakes all over the lawn. <laughs> so at last we found the culprit. Oh, Becky. Oh, Becky. Oh, oh my Becky. God, Becky. Oh my God, Becky. Oh my God, Becky. I got a pillow case for a couch that says oh my god becky (laughs) and she sleeps on it oh becky becky boo becky boos over to you missy okay my next one is pretty funny you might have heard this okay i keep thinking that people hear about this but maybe i have too much time on my hands and i google random stuff (laughs) (laughs) there's probably like no one else googling dog stuff as much as you and i like right now (laughs) there might be but There might be. Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There is this small town in Kentucky Mm -hmm. called Rabbit Hush. Mm -hmm. And their mayor is a dog. (gasps) I did hear about this. Yes. Since 1998, the mayor has been a dog. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So why? So they pay $1 
everybody. So this was like the first election. I don't know if the price went up, but people pay $1 to vote at the election. And that money is used like the election is used as a fundraiser because they have a lot of like maintenance to do um, inside the small town. So they use that money. Oh, okay. Um, I was going to ask. I was, so, like, I was like, is it going to the SPCA or is it going to the town of Rabbit Hush? <laughs> to the town of Rabbit Hush. Um, so, yeah, I think they want to keep like politicians out of it. So there was a an election in 2006 mm-hmm. and there was actually a pig named Lulu and a donkey named Piggins <laughs> that were candidates for the elections. I love it. And, and this guy, so there's also YouTube videos about this. And this guy on the YouTube video says, you know, when you talk about pol- uh, politicians, they're either like a smart ass or a dumbass, <laughs> And he's like talking to the donkey. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. Um, so, yeah, they want to take like the human element of real poly- politics and show that everybody out of sorry they want to take the human element out of um, politics. politics to show that everybody can get along the first mayor i believe was in 1998 was named goofy he was a mixed breed um he didn't serve a full term yet he passed away oh goofy no i know the town and of then... rabbit needs you <laughs> i know <laughs> Uh, the second one was named Junior in 2004. Uh, he was a black lab. And then there was the third mayor was named Lucy Liu. And she served two terms. So 2008 and 2016. She's a red and white border collie. Oh my now, God. there is this website that talks about them. <laughs> it's Rabbit Hash. H-I-S-T-S-O-C dot org. So it's like histories, I don't know, society dot org. There's a description of these dogs, of like every dog that was a mayor. And Lucy Lou is the funniest one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just going to read a couple of the sentences out of this because I thought it was, it was pretty funny. Um, Elected 2008, Lucy Liu is a red and white border collie who has lived her whole life in rabbit hush. She broke the glass ceiling in 2008 as the first (laughs) female to be elected mayor there. She was preceded by Goofy, the first canine mayor, and Junior, the first black mayor. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And then running on the popular campaign slogan, the bitch you can count on. (laughs) This is so awesome. I love it. And then the fourth, the fourth mayor (laughs) uh, was named Bryn. Her full name is Brynneth Paltrow. (laughs) (laughs) And Paltrow, (laughs) P-A-W. So for Bryn, it says... Mayor Lucy Liu said that she has been honored to serve for the past eight years. Through the course of a tense evening of voting, of voting, she sniffed the butts of all the candidates and has given her approval to the mayor-elect Bryn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my uh, so God. So this is like, their descriptions are pretty funny. I love it. So she was in 2016. 
And I don't know if there was some, yeah, so I guess I would be until 2020. And now the current mayor is Wilbur. Wilbur. The French. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I just like looked it up. <laughs> Wilbur, the French bulldog. Mm-hmm. And the slogan is, uh, vote for Wilbur. He's all ears. <laughs> <laughs> and he had an inauguration in January. <laughs> I love uh, this. Whoever yeah. started this is brilliant and I love it. Yes. I, I love it too. I think it's awesome. If you Boop go on their website. to rabbit hash. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, there's like YouTube videos about this. It's it's awesome. Good for them. Uh, I love it. I want to interview them about the process. <laughs> is there like, is there like a vice mayor in the event of death, such as like poor Goofy? So you know? Bryn here. <laughs> Bryn here in her description, it says, Bryn was elected as mayor of Rabbit Hash, Kentucky in 2016. In an unprecedented move, the Rabbit Hash Historical Society gave official positions to the first and second runner-ups, Bourbon and Lady, as ambassadors of Rabbit Hash. Mm. So yeah. Mm. So in case Bryn is not available, then the ambassadors can fill in. That's hilarious. (laughs) <laughs> i love it yeah i we shall, love it too maybe one day we can visit the town of rabbitage mm-hmm. all right that the would next... be awesome and meet the mayor oh my goodness definitely have a little paw shake yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. discuss you think it's like politics a p-a-w <laughs> so funny so funny so the next story that i have um it's a couple of little stories and i think it just shows how sometimes we get these dogs that have little quirks and stuff that just make you laugh there's like quirky dogs out there where they have like quirky little habits and like quirky little things that they do so close friend of our family that used to spend quite a bit of time at my mother-in-law's house um had a little shih tzu named carl that he named after one of his favorite psychologists theorists carl rogers so carl was this little black and white shih tzu carl carl was like you know have you seen videos of the little shih tzus where it's like they put beer cans around them and they are like totally lost and they don't know how to get out oh no (laughs) no you've never seen those there's like there's videos where like they literally just take like pop cans or whatever make a big square and the dog just sits there and like is like trapped it's like it might as well be a crate or a cage because they're like i don't i don't know how i don't know how to get out so i can remember this one night we were sitting in the living room and there's a door frame with a room just right next to it but the type of flooring changes okay okay so on on the the floor in the living room it's like hardwood floor and then at the door frame and beyond it's tile floor so i don't know if it had something to do with the texture or whatever but we had a little toy with carl so i'm facing the door frame and i throw the toy into the tiled room and carl would walk straight in pick up the toy and then he would back out like back up (laughs) until he was on the hardwood floor and then do a three-point turn so he'd go like out the door (laughs) and then (laughs) and then face me and bring the toy back and every time I threw the toy he did this oh my god he would go walk straight into the room and then back up like beep 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 (laughs) he would do a three-point turn and then walk towards me (laughs) 
We did this for like, it was so weird. Was it a big toy? No, it was like a tiny little like, like, like cloth bone or whatever that was like, not that much bigger than the size of his mouth. So it was just so weird. (laughs) I remember we were just laughing because we were like, what is with this dog, man? Like, what is going on here? But I don't know if it's a small dog dog thing or I don't know if it's a small dog thing or what. I don't know. Maybe it's a shit thing. Because I feel like. Yeah, maybe. Because they're, know. Cor- they're maybe pretty if the quirky. toy was bigger, they would think maybe maybe I can't turn. I don't know, but when when so when you see those other videos where they're literally enclosed by like soda cans, <laughs> you you wonder if they ha- it's <laughs> something to do with like uh, perception or depth perception or something like that. Like who knows? Like it's just strange. But um, so another story about little Carl was my mother-in-law was dog sitting him while his owner was away and it was during the winter and there was like this big snowstorm outside and so she had let Bowie at the time and Carl out for like a little jaunt and Bowie would always come back and and scratch at the door so she let Bowie in but Carl you know took a little bit small dogs they don't go for like they're not like big dogs and that they go for like one big pee and then they're like, yeah, let's head back inside. They have to like, they have small little bladders and they have to empty it out frequently. So it always takes them a bit longer when they're going outside for to do their business. So my mother-in-law let Bowie in and closed the door because Carl needed a bit more time. So anyway, so she goes back in, completely forgets about Carl. And <laughs> then like a couple of hours later, and thank God it wasn't too cold or anything, she was like, where's Carl? And then she's like, oh, my God. Like, she's like, oh, my God, did I forget to let him in? So she goes and she, like, opens the door up in a panic. And she's like, Carl, like yelling at him in the backyard. <laughs> and then she sees the snow at her feet move. And he just sat Aww. there and didn't bark or scratch or anything. He just oh, sat no. there waiting for her to open the door to the point <laughs> where the snow went, like, above <laughs> his eye level like he was completely covered oh. so she's like Carl and she just sees this like rip up, 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 up at her feet <laughs> he's under oh. this like giant pile of snow oh my god again is it a weird shih tzu thing like would would you not think to like bark or like you know well, say something well-mannered <laughs> <laughs> oh that made me laugh poor Carl he wasn't it wasn't cold usually when it snows it's warmer than you think and if he was fully covered snow insulates quite a bit so yeah don't 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 (laughs) go calling the spca on us and carl has long since passed so (laughs) and it had nothing to do with the snowstorm folks but poor poor little carl i thought that was how old was he when he was like out was he out? oh my goodness i can't remember because i can't remember how, how old he was and um Actually, this is going to make me think of another funny story having to do with Carl. So um, just like any dog owner, Carl Carl's owner was obsessed with him. Carl went everywhere with his owner to work, to home, <gasps> like everywhere. Carl went everywhere with his owner. So when Carl passed, his owner took it devastatingly. So when you, it's like losing your best friend, right? And so I guess it's like, part of the stages of grieving but he told us this funny story about how it was like several months after Carl had passed but like it was obviously still on his mind because it was um a nice summer's day and he he was stopping at a coffee shop and he was walking back to his car and as he was getting into his car there was a car parked next to him and there was a little kid there and there was like this furry creature like right next to him so 
his name is Pierre. Pierre Pierre said, oh, is that your dog? And the kid said, no, it's my mom. And it was his mom and she was bending over looking into her birds. (laughs) 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 I guess she had short curly Uh... hair. So it looked like a shih tzu. (laughs) He's like, oh, is that your dog? He's like, no, it's my mom. (laughs) (laughs) So if you're grieving the loss of your dog, just... Just take a double look. Like, you know, if you're finding you're seeing him in different areas. You're trying to see him. Like, yes. <laughs> that one made me laugh as well. I thought that one was funny. That was pretty funny. It's pretty funny. What I'm else I'm going to share something weird that Wiggum did. And okay. Heidi was a witness to this. Because yes. he also did it at her house. Remember? I don't know why, but sometimes. So when I got Wiggum. Sorry, I'm all over the place here. <laughs> when I got Wiggum, um, I had these like lace curtains oh, in my kitchen. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Wiggum would often sit behind them mm-hmm. and like stare, like looking into the kitchen. Yeah. I don't know why he did that. He did it with like everywhere. He did it at Heidi's. Yeah. Brought Wiggum to Heidi's and she had like these like lacy curtains. And or you have, a, like, I think, kind of like see through. Yes. And he would just sit behind them. You have and a photo I of I, it. I do. Yeah. It should be I'm the photo for this it. episode. Yes. It should be the photo for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes he would like lie down and then the lace would just be like resting above his eyes. Like the like rest he, of his body was covered. Like he was wearing wings. like a veil, like for a wedding. Yeah. I kept calling him the bride, Wiggum the bride. Yeah. <laughs> Or even like sitting sometimes, he would have it like just above his, like on his head and it would drop like yes. across his face and I... <laughs> and then he would just be like looking at you and <laughs> be like, but Here comes most of the, the time he was like completely behind it. Yes. And he was kind of like just sitting there just like, what is he doing? I do remember Maybe that. he thought like we couldn't see him. Maybe. Maybe he's like, can't see me can't see me maybe they'll go away and then i can make go for the food again (laughs) oh Oh, so good so good oh wake up is it my turn or did you have another one are we skipping ahead what are we doing i can share the roasted chicken story again yes yes (laughs) so wigan was being dog sat by some friends uh while i was off on like a day trip and they didn't know about Wiggum's counter surfing habits. So they left an entire roasted chicken on the counter <laughs> and mm-hmm. Wiggum ate all of it, all mm-hmm. of it, the bones, the whole chicken, not he a drop the, left. Yeah. The container was clean. So when I came back from this day trip, they felt really, really bad. <laughs> and I was off the next day um, back to, it was like a four hour drive with Wiggum. And he had like a little bit of diarrhea the next day. But then I was like, oh God, like I have, yeah. I have such a long drive to do with him. Yeah. But he was fine. Like he never had diarrhea after. That's crazy. So I don't know. I don't know what happened. Who knows, eh? Like the day after we were at this barbecue and Wiggum, like they had a really big yard. So Wiggum was kind of like running around. So I kind of wonder maybe like he puked and we just didn't know. 
Oh, it could be. Like a really big yard and like lots of trees and it was oh, deep. Okay. So and yeah. they had a couple of dogs as well, so they were all kind of playing together. But yeah, I think he knows? would have been sick more than just than like once. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Or like more than like four hours. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Stomach of steel that Wiggum. Some dogs have it and some dogs don't. I can tell you who do, does not. And that is uh, Lord Gibbonsworth of the third. <laughs> My little Gibby, you feed him one tiny little speck. Like, so he just came back from the cottage just a couple of nights ago. Oh. And he didn't, a, a good like indication for me that he isn't feeling well is when he doesn't sleep in bed with us at night. Cause he, it's like, he knows. So he sleeps downstairs and he has, he goes to the same spot to barf every time, which is nice. Cause <laughs> it's on the hardwood floors. Oh, that's good. But um, he, he, it, I was like looking, I was like, what is it in this like vomit? Like, I was like, what the hell? And it was bird seed. So he would been up at the <gasps> cottage with my dad and my dad feeds the birds like nonstop. And there's like tons of it and all the birds drop all the seeds underneath. And I bet you he just goes there and like hump, hump, hump into the snow <laughs> because it was full of bird seed. And so I looked it up and it said like, if they eat like too much, it definitely like upsets their GI system. And so he's been like not eating his meals and little barfy barfy for the last couple of days. Ugh. Yeah. Poor Gibbs. Poor Gibbs. Poor Gibbs. All right. Um, Poor Gibbon. So I have another couple of stories. Yeah. We got time. We got time. We do. I, I like this one. I think it's so cute. So our friend Nicole, we've mentioned her several times on the show. She oh, has two yeah. Goldens, Harper and Avery. Um, and she came over to my house one day in the summer because, um, there's like my neighborhood and then there's one neighborhood over and in between the two neighborhoods, there's like a train track and then beyond the train track there and in between the new, the two neighborhoods is this big green space and there's trees and there's trails and there's like these awesome people in the other neighborhood that maintain it in the summer. So like this guy has a ride along lawnmower and cuts the grass in the open grass areas and they do like like little things like they make little things to put on the trees and like they made this like shrine looking thing in one area and anyways it's like cool and lots of people go there and it goes on for like kilometers like in the opposite sort of way but like from our neighborhood to the next I want to say it's like oh I'm so bad at estimating like (laughs) space (laughs) I want to say it's like two like hockey rinks like wide but then it goes like super far like the 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 other way so when you're walking in this area you can see across the other neighborhood and some people have fences but some people's backyards are like literally (laughs) open to the open space so when and when we walk back there like there's nobody else there it's like having like a big doggy park like all to yourselves and um i always call it doggy mecca because my dogs just love running we let them off leash and they run along the trails with us and there's like big long grass parts and then short grass parts and then there's trees they can pee on and like (laughs) all kinds of fun stuff so uh (laughs) we go walking back there sometimes so nicole had come with me a few times so this one time uh she came with and nicole has excellent recall like on her dogs like i've been to bruce pitt with her many times those girls don't go far they always listen to her when uh, on the recall so we're walking through doggy mecca and her girls take off towards like one of these houses okay (laughs) and she's like yelling at them because like they are not listening to her and like you can she's like just a hollering like she is like girls girls get back here right now like she's like so upset 
So she's like, oh, my God, honey. Oh, my. And so they not only ran into this person's backyard, but he had a little porched in area and he was smoking meat in this like smoker. And but they didn't touch the meat like this guy was sitting on on a, a like sort of patio couch thing and they jumped right up and were sitting with him on the couch. So Nicole, <laughs> poor mortified Nicole, she comes in. She's like, I am so sorry. My girls have never like she's like, I am. I am so sorry. And she like gra- grabs her dogs or whatever. And and the uh, older gentleman's sitting there. He said, I lost my dog last week. And he said, and I'm so happy to have your girls with me and he was just petting them and like Aww. loving them because he missed his doggy so Aww. i thought that was so sweet i said nicole they must have just known they must have just yeah. known that he was lonely and needed like like yeah. like a, some doggy pets or whatever but anyways it was funny because after like she got her dogs and we continued the walk she like w- we walked up a bit further and she was like sit look at me now that was really nice of you girls of what you did there but that could have been a lawsuit and she's like literally like lecturing her dogs and I was like just standing behind her like laughing so hard that was really nice but you're not allowed to do that and you need to listen to mom at all times do you understand me she was like scolding them like her little fur babies it was just like so funny I love it I love it oh I've only met Avery and Harper once Oh, they, they are very cute. They're so cute. And uh, they love the Haidushka over here. Yeah. They like, yeah, sometimes like we've just happened to meet up in like Bruce Pitt before. And it's like when they hear my voice, it's like ears up and they come over <laughs> and Harper like cries for me. She's like, she chatters the teeth. <laughs> it's like super cute. Oh. I try to become okay, girls. Okay, okay. It's okay. It's Soon okay. you're gonna have three Goldies. I know. I can't wait. <laughs> All right, last story, and I know I've shared it before, but it's one of my faves. Scraps and my father were on one of their many weekends that they were spending together at the cottage, and they were sitting inside the cottage together and all of a sudden scraps starts barking which he doesn't normally do so my dad's like all right you want to go for a walk okay let's go let's go so he walks up our driveway and normally they go to the left where there's trails and stuff because we have property in behind like where cottages but scraps went running to the right so my dad was like okay all right we can go this way (laughs) or whatever so my dad follows him (laughs) and they walk up the road and a branch had fallen on the power lines and caught fire and several trees were now catching fire so my dad was like oh my god and like ran back to the cottage he called like the fire department because like our cottage is like in the middle of nowhere like the closest uh proximity like town is like several kilometers away so they had to call like the volunteer firefighters in and the the fire was catching closer and closer to like one of the other cottages like and stuff like that and then the fire department came and they put the fire out and so anyway, so I'm sitting at home and the phone rings and I'm like, hello. And my dad's like, your dog's a hero. Your dog's <laughs> a hero. Scraps is a hero. He saved the day. He was like so excited. <laughs> he did. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to put in an application for a medal of honor. He saved the cottage development. <laughs> and he like told, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like, what happened? What happened? And he slowed down and told me the whole story. But yes, we were very proud of Scraps. Oh, way to go, Scraps. He, he must have smelled something was wrong. We always c- call Scraps the littlest hobo because he would take off at the cottage and 
we wouldn't know what adventures he got himself to, but we'd hear mm. about them sometimes later in the day. People would be like, oh, Scraps came with me for my jog this morning. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Yeah, he was sort of the community dog up at the cottage. Everybody knew Scrappy and they loved him. They loved him. Oh, my Scrappy. Oh, my Scrappy. Little Scrappy. And that's all I got for stories. We'll have to do another one of these because I'm sure everybody's got a funny dog story or cute dog story or hero dog story. Hero dog story. How can we get doggies into, into like the mayor? How can we do this in Ottawa? I don't think that would. Oh my goodness. Can you imagine? (laughs) Our mayor's pretty good. He's pretty well liked. You'd have to like mess up big time. Yeah. May my little like hometown. It would work. Uh, maybe by the time like the mayoral candidacy is up again, maybe I'll have my big cane corso, and we can <laughs> we can run her for mayor. <laughs> yeah, we can put in her. an election and Ooh. see what happens. I think we'll get a girl. Yeah, I tend to go boy girl, yeah. boy girl, boy girl, back and forth for a gibon mix for gibon, a girlfriend for gibon. So three weeks and I get my puppy. Puppies. Popeye! 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 Yeah, I have pretty much everything now. I just have to order some food. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I can't wait to introduce your Popeye. Is your Popeye going to join us on the podcast? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Stay weeks. tuned for Popeye stories. Yeah. There's going to be lots of Pope stories. I cannot wait to meet your leggy blonde. <laughs> <laughs> Short leggies. Short little leggies. To start. All right. Is that a wrap for okay. today? That is a wrap for today. We'll see you next time on Let's Boop Snoots. On Let's Boop Snoots. Boop. Bye.